This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. been itching to do a podcast about boundaries because this has been coming up so much recently. I love to talk about boundaries so much, so much to say. This is something that comes up with all of my clients, every person I work with. It comes up all the time when you are going through a spiritual awakening, when you are building your business as an entrepreneur. And right now, as things shift so much on the planet and people are changing themselves, seeing things in a new way. A lot of people are feeling really called to let go of things. And sometimes when we try to let go, we feel like we can't. And it's not that we can't. But one thing that might be popping up is we're not really setting boundaries. So if you feel like you have been trying to set boundaries and they're not working, this podcast is for you. If you feel like you don't know how to set a boundary, This podcast is also for you. Setting boundaries sets you free in many ways, and it actually helps set other people free as well. Before we dive into boundaries, though, just a couple announcements. When this comes out, it will be the first day of the first official day of enrollment for a high 70 energy healing training level one. High is the energy healing that I personally work with and send. It works at the seventh dimensional frequency. It works at the frequency of miracles. It's very powerful, very activating. There's so much you can do with it. Physical, emotional, energetic, spiritual healing, so many upgrades and activations. It's a way to keep upgrading yourself, reactivating your dormant DNA, upgrading your intuitive gifts. It helps you to anchor into the Akashic Records. As you're working in the seventh dimension, I've used this energy to really, really amplify my manifestation practice. There's just so much you can do. And I know a lot of you have received a high from me in a small group healing circle, which by the way, March is full, but there are spots open for April. The link to sign up for that is on my website. And then if you're in the channel collective, I have monthly energy healing sessions where I send everybody a high and It's just so magical, so beautiful, so powerful. And then there are some of you who have received one-on-one sessions from me as well, which I'm not currently offering, but if you have, you know the magic of a high. Such a powerful frequency and level one will train people to use this energy for themselves, for everything I just mentioned before and more. And then level two is to train healers as practitioners to send the energy to other people. So if you want to use this just for yourself, for your own benefit, level one is for you. And if you want to send this to other people, it would be level one and level two. So enrollment is opening today. There are limited spaces available. So I'm just going to keep it open until it fills because I know it will fill. I'm recording this a week in advance and the waitlist is is pretty full. So 
If you want to sign up for level one, I would get in there as soon as you can. If you go to christinathechannel.com, my website, and then just go to the offerings tab, you'll see a, a link right there to learn more about everything that's included and to enroll. It's going to be so much fun. There's a ton of course content and then the attunement and Q&A will be towards the end of March. The psychic development course is a prerequisite. And if you haven't already gotten that and you want to do a high, you can get them both at the same time. But the courses do build off of each other, which is why that is a prereq. I am so excited to attune more people to a high and for you to use this for yourself. It has truly enhanced every area of my life. And I have seen so many incredible instantaneous healings and activations and upgrades and shifts. It's just such a gift to work with that energy. And I'm excited for more people to do so. So if you are interested in being attuned, then you should sign up sooner rather than later. Because again, there are very limited spots and the waitlist is already pretty full. So just head to christinathechannel.com and then go to the offerings tab. You'll find all the information there. I also want to announce today's card pull winner. Every other week, I pick a winner who submitted an iTunes rating and review to support the podcast. And that person will win a free card pull from me. So you can ask me a specific question and I'll pull some cards for you or be a general reading, whatever you want. So today's winner is Courtney Podany. I think that's how you pronounce your last name. I'm sure you know who you are. Courtney, she said exactly what I need. Five stars. Thank you, Courtney. Somehow every episode is always exactly what I need to hear. I could literally listen to Christina all day, every day. Well, I basically do. <laughs> I'm honored. Thank you so much, Courtney, for submitting that review and to receive your card poll. Just email podcast at christinathechannel.com with your question or whatever you want me to pull some cards for you around. And we'll get that to you as soon as we can. If you want the chance to get a card reading from me, then all you have to do is submit an iTunes rating and review. Take a screenshot and email it to podcast at christinathechannel.com and you will be entered. I have been on the hunt for the best magnesium supplement for a long, long time. The majority of the population is deficient in magnesium and there are so many different types of magnesium, but the problem is a lot of them aren't that easily absorbed. And even when I was a practitioner, I really struggled with this of finding just the best supplement out there. And for the last year, I was on the hunt for a magnesium that was in a powder form that had really high quality ingredients. And of course, Ned came in to save the day. I truly felt like this was divine timing. Like it was so perfect, but they came out with their mellow magnesium. And if you haven't tried it yet, you got to get your hands on it. This is the best magnesium supplement I've ever tried. It's in a powdered form with no sketchy ingredients like a lot of the other magnesium powders out there. It is designed for optimal absorption and it's a blend of three forms of chelated magnesium plus L-theanine, GABA, and over 70 trace minerals. Magnesium supports over 300 essential functions in the body and about 75% of Americans are deficient just because of 
our soil, our food supply. And deficiencies can lead to mood disorders, sleep problems, muscle cramps, and malabsorption issues. Ned's Mellow Magnesium helps to support your memory, your mood, brain function, your stress response, sleep, energy, and nerve and muscle health. Mellow includes magnesium 3 and 8 which is the only form of magnesium shown to permeate the blood-brain barrier. And this is why I was having such a hard time finding a magnesium supplement that was really up to my standards because it's really hard to find that form of magnesium. And it's also hard to find a magnesium that has this level of absorption and has super clean ingredients, like all of the products from Ned, which I'm obsessed with. Mellow is super easy to use. You just pour a packet in some warm water. They have their naked flavor, which is just totally neutral. You don't taste anything. They also have their lavender berry flavor, which is so delicious. So if you're looking for a magnesium supplement to support your sleep, your brain function, your memory, your mood, check out Mellow. This is the best thing I've ever tried. And you can add it to your Ned collection. Between Mellow, their full spectrum hemp oil, which I use every single morning, and the sleep blend, which I use every single evening. Ned has dramatically improved my sleep, reduced my inflammation, and really helped to reduce any anxiety because I used to really, really struggle with that. And I'm a new person since using all of Ned's products. So if you want to try out Mellow Magnesium or Ned's Full Spectrum Hemp Oil, the only CBD I use, their sleep blend, their natural cycle collection to support hormones, any of their products, just head to helloned.com and you can use my code Christina for 15% off. That's helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com. And my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A will get you 15% off your first one-time purchase or 20% off your first subscription purpose. If you're not a subscriber, you're probably going to want to hop on that train because once you go Ned, you don't go back. So let's talk about boundaries. I like to think I'm a boundary queen. This is something that I will say, and no BS biz school, probably, probably actually the most talked about topic boundaries in a number of different ways. And this didn't really come up for me until I started my own business. And it became so clear to me. I mean, in the first couple of years, I did not have strong enough boundaries and it cost me so much time. I was spending so much time every single day responding to people and not actually getting my work done. And then I felt resentful and then I felt unproductive. I was always in the energy of lack because I always felt like I don't have enough time. There's too much to do. And because of that, I was just always in this scarcity mindset of feeling like there's not enough. I was feeling super drained because I felt like everybody always needed things from me, whether it was a friend, a family member, a random person on Instagram, clients who I hadn't set clear enough boundaries with. And I felt like I was giving, giving, giving to everyone. And I didn't have enough being given to me. I felt like I didn't have any time for myself. And I felt really underappreciated. I felt like I was drowning. And this was all my fault. It was all my fault. I wasn't setting clear enough boundaries. I wasn't setting them and or I wasn't upholding them. And it was affecting every area of my life. I saw it really affect my business, but it was affecting my personal life, my sense of self-care, my health far before that. But it was really my business that made me realize I have to make a change. And to be honest, that tends to be the thing that 
if I'm resisting making any change, if something affects my business, I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm very protective over that. That was always my priority, unfortunately, over my health. And I kind of had to get pushed through my chronic illness to flip-flop that. But that was what really pushed me to actually set boundaries up and uphold them. The thing is that we live in a world where having boundaries isn't the norm. Things are set up so that we don't have very strong boundaries. I mean, look at social media, for example. Actually, not even social media, our phones. People can text us anytime. They can call, they can FaceTime. We can look things up on the internet whenever we want. We have access to endless information, endless podcasts, endless websites. You go on social media and people can direct message you. There are comments, there are all of these likes and live videos. And then you go on Clubhouse and there are endless things to listen to. You can get email notifications. You get notifications for everything. There are just so many notifications and so many ways people can access you instantaneously. There aren't that many barriers. And with how much we show nowadays, it's kind of like not that much is left private, depending on who you are. I mean, people can go back and find things from very long time ago about you. Like I'm sure my middle school photos are circulating somewhere on Facebook. Who knows? But the thing that affects really everyone is we have so many notifications, which I turn off personally. I'd recommend you do too. But we have so many ways to access all of these points of communication. People can communicate in a number of ways. If you don't answer your texts, they could DM you. If you don't answer your DMs, they're going to tweet you. I don't even know. It just goes in every direction. I mean, I have had people who within the span of 20 minutes, I'm not even joking. I'm not exaggerating, will DM me. And because I don't respond, then they text me and I haven't responded. And then they email me. I haven't responded. Then they call me and I'm like, honestly, (laughs) just hold on. Hold on one second. This is why I use the the driving feature, is that what it's called? On my phone, where it's set up so that it just press the little car icon. I've changed my personalized message and people get an immediate text from me if they text me when that's on that says, thank you so much for sending me a message. Unfortunately, I am busy doing something else. I will be sure to respond to you as soon as it is my allotted time to respond to messages so that they get a response and they understand I will get back to them when I can. In a world where we are set up to be boundaryless, we have to set them for ourselves, decide what they are and uphold them. And remember that you teach people how to treat you. And I know how it can feel difficult when you're somebody who hasn't had boundaries for a long time to finally start setting them. I understand that discomfort. I had to go through it too. But let me tell you, it is so, so worth it. And once you're on the other side, you're going to think, why did I not do that before? The thing about setting boundaries, though, is that it's not just in what you say or how you act. Those are two really important pieces. But the other piece of setting boundaries that a lot of people forget about is the energy. And sometimes it can take time to put all of these pieces together. I will just say, but what really inspired this was I was at my friend Jackie's house 
you know, Jackie, Jackie's food affair on Instagram. Love her. So I was at Jackie's house and she was saying how only when she's with someone else does everyone blow up her phone. Like she gets so many text messages and I was with her and she's like, look at my phone. And she has so many messages. And I was like, I'm going to do a podcast about this because that used to happen to me all the time too. I remember always feeling like anytime I went on vacation, this was a classic example or not necessarily even vacation, but whenever I was traveling, if you've been here for a while, I mean, before I'll say actually before I moved to San Diego, I used to travel all the time when I was in LA. I feel like I, well, actually I don't feel like I know I spent more time traveling than in my apartment. I was always on the go. And whenever I was traveling, things were always super busy because I was traveling, seeing people, going to events and keeping up with all of my work. And I remember every time I would travel, I would get a ton of messages from people asking me to do things. They needed help with something. And also people that I hadn't heard from in a long time, like coming out of nowhere, asking me, how are you? What's going on? Let's catch up. People I hadn't talked to in years. And I always felt like, why does this always happen at the worst times for me? Like, why couldn't this be on a day when I'm not doing anything? And it was like a flood of messages. And it wasn't just when I was traveling, but I just remember always feeling like every time I'm super busy, if I had a day where I was like, okay, this, this day right now, there's so much going on. I have so many calls. I have so many appointments. It's going to be a packed day. It was always those days when everyone would need something from me or reach out to me. I was like, what is with this? And now I understand what was with that. My energy was super open. Another aspect of this was I started setting boundaries and upholding them. There were certain people in my life who I really needed to set boundaries with. And so I would communicate very clearly how things were going to be adjusted and I would physically follow through, but I felt like people were not respecting my boundaries. They were not respecting my boundaries. And then it just felt like it was still a struggle because what was the point of communicating and upholding? And then people would, what we call like going through the back door, <laughs> they, were, they were disrespecting my boundaries by booking through a Calendly link that I had taken down. Or if they couldn't get a hold of me, they would get a hold of my assistant and have her contact me like it was an emergency. So that was a little frustrating too. And I was like, why are they not respecting my boundaries? Again, it was my own energy. I hadn't energetically set my boundary. And the last example I will give before I kind of explain all this, get into boundary energetics, is in my healing process healing from chronic illness, I had reached the point where I understood that so much of it was energetic. And there were certain people in my life who I was very close to for a long time who I knew were toxic to me. Those relationships were keeping me sick in many ways. They were very, very stressful relationships. I felt kind of trapped in them. And so it took me a while to draw some boundaries and kind of let go of the relationships. But what happened was, you know, I hadn't spoken to those people in, it's a specific group of a couple people. I hadn't spoken to them in about a year and a half. And I kind of just 
I don't want to say forgot about them. I didn't forget, I guess. But I mean, I wasn't thinking about them ever. I hadn't seen them, hadn't talked to them. I was busy with my life, like never on my mind. Drawing that boundary was hard, but a while had passed and I just didn't think it was affecting me anymore. But every time I connected with my guides, anytime I got a reading from someone else, these people kept coming up that I needed to draw boundaries. And I was like, I don't know how I can draw any more boundaries. Like I was so frustrated because I felt like I didn't know what else I could do. I did never see them. I did never talk to them. I didn't talk to any, anyone we knew mutually. They were never on my mind. I was like, I've drawn the boundary. And I was so, so, so sure that I had released that. I didn't see how there could be anything else to be done there. And I was really frustrated that that kept coming up because I was like, well, that, that, that doesn't make any sense. I don't really know how I can draw any more of a boundary. And it took me probably like six or seven months of working on that to realize what was going on. And again, it was energy. So what do all of these things have in common? I hadn't energetically set the boundary. And this was in a few different ways. So in the first example, everybody's just reaching out to me all the time when I'm busy. My energy was open. First of all, I had trained people to expect that I would be available anytime they wanted me to be available. And I had trained them to believe that because I was the person that would immediately respond to any message I got as soon as I got it, because I felt like, well, why don't I just answer it now? Take care of it. I hate seeing notifications. I just, it stresses me out. When I see them, I feel the urge to respond. So I was the person that would immediately respond to a text, to a DM, to an email. I would drop what I was doing to answer the phone. If somebody needed me to come over to help them, they needed to borrow something from me. I was always available. I would bend over backwards to make myself available because I wanted to help people. But then I started to resent them and I didn't have any time for myself. I felt underappreciated and I got frustrated because I felt like people felt entitled to my time all the time. I had trained people to treat me that way because of the way I was acting And the reason why I was acting that way was because I was energetically just very open, especially when I was starting my business. I was super open. I was networking with everybody, making so many friends, messaging everybody on social media, like growing this community. And it was a lot of fun. And I met so many amazing people, but I was very much caught up in a lot of this people pleasing energy and wanting to make so many friends and to know everyone. And I knew a lot of people. I had a lot of great connections, but I lost myself in it. I lost my sense of self-care. I lost my sense of self-respect and boundaries. I was putting everyone before me. In all of those interactions, I had created these different energetic cords. So people were attached to me and this will come up in, in the other examples. So there's some type of attachment. It's usually not unconscious awareness where people feel tied to my energy, again, not usually realizing it. And I was super open energetically. So if somebody needed something, they were just going to be drawn to that open energy. A helpful example of this is resting bitch face, right? Why are there some people that, you know, if you're on the street and you need help with directions or you're by the beach and you want somebody to take a picture of you and your friend, you're like, oh no, don't ask that guy. Yeah, let's ask this guy right? There are just certain people that you're more drawn to. There are certain people that look friendlier. There are certain people who have a more open energy. If you're asking for directions, let's say you're lost 
this has happened to me before. And I'm like, some people I'm like, they do not look nice. <laughs> I'm going to ask somebody who looks nice. The reason why we're drawn to certain people in a number of contexts is, is their energy. Why are there some people that everybody wants to be friends with? Everybody reaches out to, and some people that no one reaches out to, nobody walks up to. If you're at a party and everyone's new, why are there some people that everyone's drawn to? This is all energy. People who have really open energy, other people, again, outside of conscious awareness, will pick up on that and can see them as, oh, let me ask this person, how can I pull this person's energy? Particularly when that person has a lot, a lot of, of bright energy. I mean, it's a compliment, right? When, when so many people feel like, you're open, you can help them, they can depend on you, but it can feel like a lot when you're that person for everyone. And they don't always mean to do this, but they're kind of stealing some of that energy for themselves. This can create a lot of codependency. This is part of our problem with lack of self-sufficiency because everybody wants to ask other people the question instead of ask themselves or figure it out themselves. And how it can feel is, okay, I have this problem and I'm carrying it. It's a heavy brick. I don't know what to do with this. Here, can you hold it for me? You seem like you can handle it. And then suddenly that person is carrying like 20 heavy bricks. But the thing is, we can't control other people. I can't control if someone is going to go around and energy dump on other people. I can't control if somebody's going to try an energy tug on me. What I can control is my own energy. What I can control is how I respond. So I set up boundaries in different ways. One, I took off all notifications. I gave myself set times every day when I check texts, when I check Instagram, when I check email. It's once a day, that's it. I don't respond more than once a day to people. I also never respond immediately. I always let things wait. And that is not me playing games. That is me allowing the person to figure things out for themselves or to reflect on what they said because so often people have a thought or need need something and immediately reach out to someone else instead of like internalizing and processing so often people will ask me something and then an hour later be like wait actually never mind i figured it out and also because i do not want to train people to think that i'm available the second that they ever message me I started saying no to more things. I wasn't always available. I set rules for myself of when I was going to interact with people and when I was not. If Saturday night is my me time, it's my me time. I don't care how cool the event is that comes up. If someone calls me when I'm in the middle of something or if somebody calls me when I'm doing something that is for me, I don't answer. I will call them back when I have open space, when it's not my me time. I started prioritizing myself and I followed through with that. Not only did this take so much stress off my plate, but it also really, really expanded my business quite quickly. And I will say the number one thing that blew my business up was when I started setting clear boundaries because I suddenly had so much time to focus on income producing activities. And before, I don't know what the hell I was focusing on, but it was a lot of living in response to other people, taking care of other people's to-do list instead of mine. And then I always felt resentful and it was my own fault. I was in that trap for so long with emails where I would respond really quickly. I was on there most of my day. It was a waste of my time. I didn't need to be on there as much as I was. People could, could wait a day for a response. And this is the number one thing that I see people who are starting their business doing that's holding them back from making money is they're focused on things that 
don't make that money. If you're spending your days scrolling on social media, texting back and forth with friends, replying to email, doing busy work, I wouldn't be surprised if your business hadn't moved. You gotta, you gotta show up like someone who has the type of business you want. And for me to get to six figures, I had to draw a lot of boundaries, but for me to get to seven, I had to draw even more. This was the most important thing. Human connection is important, but it's gotten to the point where people are way too connected with other people and not connected with themselves. And they always put what someone else wants them to do ahead of what they want to do. So I set up all of those, all of those different boundaries with when I would respond to people and I upheld them. And some people got upset. And you know what they say, the only people who get upset when you set a boundary are the people who benefited from you not having them. So that was fine. That also showed me a lot about people in my life. People who are truly for me love when I set a boundary. In fact, they say, thank you. I'm actually going to set that boundary for myself. It gives people permission to do the same for themselves, even though they don't need permission. But in a world where most people don't have any boundaries, when other people see that modeled to them, they're like, oh, wait, if she can do that, then why can't I? Sometimes they need to see it from someone else to find the strength to do it themselves. And it's the people who get upset at boundaries who are the people who don't have any for themselves. You know how picky I am about supplements and I have tried a ton and I want the highest quality out there. I want whole foods-based supplements and I want things that work. And one of my favorite supplement companies is Paleo Valley. I first found Paleo Valley when I discovered their beef sticks, their beef sticks and their turkey sticks, and I was obsessed with them. And then I started to take their grass-fed organ complex. Grass-fed organ meats are truly nature's multivitamin, and it can be hard to find a high-quality grass-fed organ complex. So I started taking that. And then I started trying the rest of their products, and I have just fallen in love. And I talk a lot about optimizing my brain function on the show and how important it is for me for overall productivity, for tapping in intuitively. I do everything I can to really optimize my brain function. And I love Paleo Valley's Neuro Effect. It has eight different whole mushrooms inside. There is lion's mane, cordyceps, red reishi, chaga, shiitake, turkey tail, maitake, and tremella all in one capsule and absolutely no grains. Most mushrooms are grown on grain and can end up being about 50% starch. And Neuro Effect is made from whole mushrooms with zero grains. This product can help to stimulate the production of BDNF, which is basically like a fertilizer for your brain and really helps to improve mental focus, mental function, and cognitive clarity. And with all of those mushrooms, it has so many other benefits for your brain, but also for your immune system, for your gut health, anti-aging. I just love this product so much and I love how convenient it is to have all of those mushrooms just in one whole foods-based supplement. And I also want to give a shout out to Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex. It's my favorite vitamin C I've ever tried. I've tried so many vitamin Cs and it has three of the most concentrated natural sources of vitamin C out there. Amla berry, camu camu berry, and unripe acerola cherry. Each serving gives you 750% your RDI of vitamin C, and it's not derived from any GMO corn like most other vitamin C supplements. Their Essential C Complex has the whole spectrum with absolutely no synthetic vitamin C. Vitamin C is key for boosting the immune system. It has been shown to 
help reduce fatigue and naturally boost energy levels. It helps to naturally regulate your stress hormone cortisol, and it's great for supporting collagen production, which is great for your skin. I take both of those supplements every single morning and cannot sing their praises enough. If you want to try either of those or any of Paleo Valley's other products, head to paleovalley.com and you can use my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, for 15% off. Again, that's paleovalley.com, P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com, and that code Christina will get you 15% off. The other piece of this energetically was I started just closing myself off. There's a difference between saying, I'm not going to respond to this message. I'm not going to answer this. And all day thinking about, oh my God, should I answer that? Oh my God, like stressing out about it and still being super, super open and being the one who always initiates conversations. You're always looking at notifications and your messages to see what's going on. Or you're just looking at the clock like, oh my God, when can I check it? How often are you asking questions? Or showing up energetically in a way that makes people feel like, oh, I can dump everything on this person. They can always help me. The real shift happened for me when I shifted my energy. So it wasn't just that I was saying that I'm not available for these things. It wasn't just that I was not engaging immediately. It was really that energetically I was done. Wasn't there. Wasn't thinking about it. I wasn't open to it. I truly energetically was not available to it. This is something you can try with people you walk by on the street or animals or people in your life. Like even just somebody that you live with. Let's say you live with somebody. There are times when I will be downstairs and I do not want my boyfriend to talk to me. I'm busy doing something and I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm just being a hermit. So I practice energetically closing off. I like put a little shield around me energetically. I look in the other direction. I don't even think about him coming over there. I'm just closing off energetically. And he usually just looks over at me and then he can realize, wait, she's not available and goes on to the next thing. I also used to always do this on airplanes. I haven't been on an airplane in a while, but I always do this on airplanes. (laughs) And people always comment, they're like, how do you do that? I never have someone sitting next to me. Unless it is a totally full flight, I'm always the person that has an empty seat next to them. And whenever I'm alone with other people, they're always like, how do you do that? I close off my energy and I energetically like put a bubble around myself in that seat. And I'm like, no one's sitting here. I'm unavailable for someone sitting here. I want this space. <laughs> Obviously, you can't do that if it's a full flight. But when it's not a full flight, I do it and it works every time. Try it with people who walk by you on the street. Try it with animals. You can try it at a, I don't know, if you're ever at a gathering. Also, certain people on social media, if there's somebody who keeps commenting on your posts, I do this all the time. If somebody is kind of like harassing things, I just like energetically close off to them. I set that intention. I'm not available for this. I'm closing off my energy to you. I wish you the best. Do your own thing. And it makes a huge, huge difference. It's a subtle art, but practice shifting your energy and closing it off if you find that people are kind of not respecting your boundaries or people are tugging on you all the time. So it's not only the, yes, speaking out your boundaries. Like I will tell people specifically verbally, hey, I don't answer things except for at these times. Oh, I don't, I don't go out these nights. I do not answer calls when it's during a work day. I do not answer calls unless it has been scheduled with me previously. I do not hang out with people 
unless it has been previously scheduled. And those are just some of my my boundaries, things that help me in my life. They don't have to be everybody else's, but I uphold them. I stick to them. And that is how I stay happy. I don't resent anyone. I have time for myself. I know what I need to feel respected. And I verbalize that. I communicate it and I uphold it. And then we get to people not respecting my boundary. So let's say this has happened. Let's say someone texts me and my automatic text goes back to them. And then they double, triple text. I will usually wait a day or two and I will say, hey, so-and-so, I appreciate your texts. I can assure you that I always respond to my text messages, even if it does take some time. So there is no need to double or triple text me. Thank you for understanding. I also will do this with emails a lot when people email you multiple times within the span of like 24 hours. And I will just say, I appreciate the emails. However, there is no need to email me multiple times. I will respond to them at my allotted time. I can assure you I have a system, so I will get to them all. Very very simple. Although I will say, I like to just see how far I can go with my boundaries, but (laughs) I feel like I did one of my favorite power moves ever this year, which was when I rebranded and we switched everything over to Christina, the channel, or I guess that's considered last year. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Okay. (laughs) When we switched over, we got all new emails for the business. And in that process, I got rid of an email. So I don't even have an email. I don't even have an email. And do you know how many people would go like around all of my systems set in place, go around the the links and go around talking to my assistants and go straight to me because they had access to my email. And I was like, look, not available for this anymore. So I'm actually just going to not have an email. And to be honest, one of the best decisions I have ever made. So sometimes when I feel like people are not respecting the boundaries I set, I will readjust them. Maybe they weren't clear enough. Maybe I need to communicate them again in a different way. Maybe I need to switch what they are. I will directly address the person and explain how that might have crossed a boundary. I don't typically use those words, but I basically just explain how I do things. And this is how I would appreciate things going next time. When I express that though, I'm saying, hey, I appreciate this. Just so you know, I only do this at these times. I only do this in these ways. So that's why that wasn't responded to. Another great example is a boxer. I think anyone in my life knows if something is long and they text it to me, I just will not reply. I just will not reply to a five paragraph text, but people know I will reply to that if they voice message me, if they boxer me. If they iMessage me, I probably won't listen either. So I just explain how I do things and people catch on. If somebody really wants to get a hold of me, then they will reach out to me in the way that I have expressed. I prefer communication and or they can wait two to three hours for some type of response or even a couple of days. Most people think that what they need is an emergency when it's not usually. But this is also why people have really lost the ability to tap into their intuition, to do things for themselves, to figure things out for themselves. It's super disempowering. It's super disempowering to always ask other people. But back to the boundary talk. When people are not respecting my boundary and going through in another way, what is that saying about my energy? There's a piece of me that's not fully in the boundary. Like energetically, I'm not fully there. 
why is it that they feel like I'm open in another direction? Is there a piece of me that feels guilty about it? Is there a piece of me that is second guessing it? Do I not really mean it? All of those can be reasons why people aren't necessarily respecting the boundary. They also might not be respecting your boundary if they're just not really in alignment for you, in which case it might be time to to let that go. So when I was dealing with people not respecting the boundaries that I was setting, a lot of the energetic components of that were I wasn't fully in it. I wasn't sure about it. I felt guilty about it. I didn't feel like I was worthy to have the boundary. My energy was still in people-pleasing mode. And I also was not always respecting other people's boundaries. I was overloading other people. I was dumping my stuff on other people. I was energy tugging on other people. And I had to recognize that in myself and stop that behavior and things started to shift. So between that, stopping that behavior within myself And doing a lot of work around self-worth, self-confidence, and realizing how much I wanted the boundary. And yes, I'm fully in it. I was energetically behind it. Things started to shift. And then with this last example, so the people in my life who I felt like I had drawn the boundary with, and, and I had physically, I had said, if we spend time together and this occurs, there was some toxic behavior I said, if I'm with you and this occurs, I do not want to be a part of it and I will leave. And I meant it and it happened. I visited these people. The exact things I said I did not want to be around occurred. So I got up and left. And that actually occurred a couple of times. And then I finally said, you know, I don't want to be a part of this. And every single time I come, this happens. So I will not be returning. And I stuck with it. And there had just been so much that that went on with those people that I was honestly just over it. I felt like I was over it. And, you know, hadn't seen them in about a year and a half, never talked to them, didn't think about them. Like I was just living my life. And then this just kept coming up energetically around these people that I still, I still was suffering with my health because I was energetically attached to them. And so what I realized with that was even when I felt like I had drawn such clear boundaries, more than ever before, I understood the depth of the lack of energetic boundary. What I mean by that is there was a piece of me deep down that was not in my conscious awareness that I wasn't thinking about that wanted more than anything for these people to change. That wanted these people to respect me enough to not engage in this toxic behavior around me. I wanted them to respect me and love me enough to not treat me poorly, which they were, but I was also allowing that for a while. And so even though I wasn't talking to them, I had cut off communication. I wasn't thinking about them. There was a piece of me that needed to really heal. There was a piece of me that needed to cut a lot of cords that were going to take a while to cut. There was a piece of me that needed to go into my hurt, my sadness, and really face that and feel that and move through that. And I needed to actually release the attachment because I was acting like I wasn't attached. But deep down, deep down. And honestly, I truly didn't think this was true until I had peeled back so many layers 
there were versions of myself that was still attached because I still wanted them to change. I still was hoping they would change. And I think this is the most common reason why I see people unable to fully set boundaries is because they're still attached to that person that you're struggling to set boundaries with. They're still attached to them changing. They're still hoping, will you please make this shift? Will you please treat me better? Will you do this for yourself? Can you respect me? Can you respect yourself? Can you love me? Can you love yourself? We're still attached to the outcome. We're attached to how they're going to show up, how they're going to behave. And as long as we are energetically attached to that, putting our energy into hoping they will change. And I'm not saying to not have hope for people, but there is an energy behind it. There's an attachment. That's the energy cord that's still there. And when we have those energy cords, people tug on us energetically. We're open to them. We're available to them, whether or not it's in our conscious awareness. Understanding how cords and attachments work is super helpful and how energy works in the sense of where you're open, where your energy is open. Am I open to people? Am I open to money? Am I open to opportunities? Or am I closed? Am I close to people? Am I close to new things? Where am I open and where am I closed? And also, do I have a cord here? Am I attached to this person? for anything? Are they attached to me? Are they tugging on my energy? Am I tugging on theirs? Are either of us hoping that the other one will change? All of these cords and attachments affect us. And when we have some type of cord to someone, this is where we feel their energy tug. You can literally think of it like tug of war. One person on one side, one person on the other, you're both holding onto this rope and that person trying to pull out your energy. They want something from you. And you feel that tug and it doesn't feel good or vice versa. And this is why when you start to draw boundaries, people will get upset or they'll resist because for so long they've been able to pull that rope and have you come closer to them. And suddenly they're feeling the resistance. Suddenly they're feeling you run in the other direction and that doesn't feel comfortable for them. They're clinging on to that and they feel that pull. But you know how they stop actually feeling that pull? Because when they they notice that, when they feel that pull, that's actually making them think, wait, I need to reach out to that person. Wait, this is bothering me. Why are they Why are they being different? Why are they not doing this anymore? We're catching their attention. So again, I think the rope analogy is really helpful. It's like you're actually dragging them. But you know how that ends is you don't tug on them and you don't allow them to tug on you anymore because you release the cord. You release the rope. And this is how a boundary can set you free where you're not attached to everybody else's expectations. You don't feel like you are pulled down by everybody else's needs and wants. And it transforms from a situation where you feel pulled on, tugged on, obligated to a place of, I get to choose for myself how I want to show up. And I get to choose to show up with love and respect for myself and everybody else. And it doesn't have to be everybody else's needs and wants at the expense of my own. Because that in itself is lack, that scarcity mindset. If you have the underlying belief that if you set boundaries, nobody else gets their needs met, then of course that limiting belief is going to block you. But that's not true. That's just a story that you might have been told, probably by someone who is afraid to set their own boundaries and or someone who benefits from you not having any for yourself. But the thing is that when we set boundaries, we empower people around us. You're not helping other people become self-sufficient, grow confidence, realize that they can do things for themselves. They can figure things out for themselves. You're not helping them 
with any of that if you are available to help everyone at all times. It actually doesn't really serve anyone, even when people think it is. So that is the missing piece for most people when it comes to boundaries. They haven't set the energetic boundary. So yes, it is to get clear on what you do and don't do under certain conditions, what you need to feel your best, to communicate those in the context of this is what I do, this is how I show up, to then carry out the action and uphold those, not always make exceptions because then people learn, oh, she doesn't really mean it, doesn't really mean it. So actually uphold them, but then also the energetic boundaries, closing off your energy, energetically being unavailable for people to tug on your energy and releasing those cords and attachments so that people can't tug on you anymore. If this episode helped you, be sure to share it on social media, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and tag me at Christina, the channel, send it to someone. If you think it would help them set boundaries, maybe you've been having the boundary conversation with a friend or someone in your life and you're trying to pep talk them into some healthy boundary setting and maybe this would help them send it to them. And if you want to support the podcast, make sure you leave a rating and review on iTunes. It really supports the show a lot, helps to spread the word, and it truly means the world to me. Ratings and reviews are the best way to support me. So thank you for doing that. That's going to be it for today's episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.